Last time... Galaxy, Mimi, and Fat Deb continued their search for Jed and Guy below the city of Atlantis. Mimi runs into an old friend named An, but her old friend is now a ghost, and the ghost warns the group about a monster that is hunting magic users in the depths of Atlantis. The group finds the jail cells, but sees that they're too late as Jed and Guy have escaped on their own. Our heroes manage to get back to the elevator, barely missing an encounter with a magic hunter, but not before having to fight some fuzzy demon creatures. Why did the ghost go to the bar? They went for the booze! Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters! All right. Dad's already cringing. <laughs> this well, is a good start. Welcome, everyone, to another unique episode <laughs> of Dungeons & Dragons & Daughters. We are a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast. I am Kurt, Daddy the Dungeon Master, and to my left we have... Sam, who plays Mimi, our favorite elf druid and the leader of the Three Musketeers. And to my left we have... Bernie, I thought you were going to say that you were... For the first... You're, I thought you were going to say that you forgot. I thought. <laughs> I thought you. Okay, so Bernie can't English. I, yeah, I can't English. I thought you would have forgotten that you are the quotation marks leader. I, I wish you forgot to say that. And then also the leader for like the millionth time. Well, hi, I'm Bernie. I play Galaxy. Wait, what? The wizard elf. And who is a really cute corgi named Boom. What the heck is wrong with you? <laughs> okay. And to my left, we have... The leader of the world. Oh, God! The world, Sam! No. The world. Can I have three musketeers, then? Fat Dad. Who Play, plays... Who played... No. No, no. We're Fat so Deb, good at this. played by... Fat Deb. <laughs> I am that person. She is Fat Deb. Jill is playing Fat Deb. Thanks for joining us, as always, Jill. Isn't this your last time? This is not her last time, no. Your dad was kicking me off. I am not kicking her off. He was oh. kicking me off. He's like, dudes, like things have opened up. We're yeah. vaccinated. I'm just saying, yeah. We're He's fully like, vaccinated. This we could be your last time, Jill. If you wanted it to be. You were going to try to make me cry and beg or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Go on down All on right. my knee. It's been a while since we played. And a couple <laughs> of maintenance things here. A couple more five-star reviews that we have received because it's been a long time since our last episode. This one is from uh, xdave420sniperx. Heartwarming. Heartwarming mix of pure D&D joy and the insanity of playing with children. Yes. Five stars. Thank insanity. You. That's the correct word uh, to describe yep. this. Yes. Easy D&D. Love Love you, love your podcast, keep up the great work as a 13-year-old kid and a relatively new D&D player, and a future DM is the first best podcast ever created, even people who have no idea what D&D <laughs> is or how to play it can have a great time listening, laughing along, keep up the great work. Uh, kick a podcast, literally, also great for listening to while building Legos. 100 stars, keep up the chips and salsa, huge fan, I'd love it if you'd give me a shout out. Easy D&D. &D. I hope this counts as the shout-out for you. You haven't shouted-outed. 
Shout out. There you <laughs> Shout go. Shout it out. We've got another one from Jillian Starfire. Thank you so much. You give me ideas because I am trying to do a campaign of my own for my dad and his friends and one of my friends before I saw this podcast. I had no ideas, but ever since I listened to your first episode of this podcast, I got so many ideas. Thank you so much, Mimi and Mr. Bakpak forever. Yes. Mimi and Stubby temporarily. <laughs> not temporarily. <laughs> it's forever. LOL, I love it. No, it's not temporarily. It's Kill the soon cat. to be forever. What? Don't kill me. And P.S. Ian is pregnant. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> that, that, that was that was a joke that we had in one of our recent episodes. Wait, La ha, I don't remember yeah, anything. Yeah, it's great. Nothing. Great. Blank okay. slate every yeah, time. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I'm. I kind of. My brain's not working that well. I have. My brain is hollow. Wait, what? Okay, and then I don't uh, have memories. <laughs> We okay. A, <laughs> we have another one from Hacker Villager One D and D and D. I'm kind of sad that there are only five stars. I would rate it ten thousand out of five. Can't wait for more episodes. Murder Stubby. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. No. Thank no, you. No, no, you want a paper, rock, scissors on who's gonna kill Stubby? No. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, I win. Galaxy I, gets to kill no, Stubby. I will. I just. I no, I will kill you first. Yep. My, my mom got Stubby. My mom got paper. I got scissors, so I beat her. I get to kill Stubby, and I'm gonna stub those legs even more. <laughs> Try it again. Try it again. Every, ready? Everybody, keep Stubby alive. Keep <laughs> <laughs> fire! What's fire? Fire, huh? <laughs> yeah. So um, we did have another one um, from Leora. She, I believe, had left us a five-star five star review previously, oh. um, but she had asked about our Instagram accounts. And yes, we are on social media, so if you want to reach out to us or get connected We're with us. We're on Instagram? We are on Instagram. Yes, we are. We, we are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Daughter Dungeon. So if you want to connect well, with us on social media, that okay. is our handle, so at I Daughter knew, Dungeon. So I knew we had Twitter, but I didn't know we had um, Instagram. Yeah, I totally run them. Sure. I do all the social media. Uh-huh. If one of us besides dad was running the social medias, it would be me. No. After me. I would what the heck? I would just be putting crap on. You'd see all the It would be all pictures stuff. of our dog. Yes. <laughs> Isley has an Instagram account. <laughs> yeah, she does. Follow her at like Isley.bullen on Instagram. Me and Birdie don't, but our dog does. Okay. Yep. Your Go. dog was also in your yearbook just as many times as you guys were. <laughs> Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> Losers. <laughs> she got so it the year because it was like a pet contest. So oh, yeah. contest you. What? <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> yes. All right. Who uh, remembers what happened last time? I don't. Last time. <laughs> Insert last time. Thank you. All right. Last time. Do you, re- do you remember who uh, Ian no. is? He's pregnant. A guy. Yep. Totally, dude. That's yep. been with us before. Ian's yes. pregnant, everybody. Ian, Ian is pregnant. <laughs> I kind now that's kind of vaguely familiar. We were arguing about that, weren't we? Yeah. And it's gonna be a little girl. It's like no, Ian had some like news, and you're like, you're pregnant. <laughs> oh, did I say that? No, I or said was it. it. I said okay. that. Yeah, then I said that too. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, Ian has been part of the group for a while now. He's been helping us out. He's been our guide in Atlantis. Wait, wait, wait. How long has he been pregnant? He is not pregnant. I would say Ian is more of our parent. <laughs> how long would his gestation period be? You know how like some animals it's really long, some mm-hmm. it's short. Yeah. What would... 42 years. 
Really? He's human, right? Yeah. Is he? Then that doesn't make any sense. When can we expect <laughs> It doesn't make the baby? sense that he's pregnant either. When can we expect the baby? <laughs> In 42 years. And then Birdie will try to destroy it. <laughs> hey, it's only children. As long as it's not creepy and not a demon, I will not kill it. All right. Sure. So, because it's been so long, so... Did you just wink? What? No. She had something in her contact. <laughs> Your friends, Betha and Blondie, were killed by right. some very powerful undead creatures that works for Christofferson. And they had captured Blondie and Betha's souls in little soul cages. And they had taken those souls to the mysterious ancient city of Atlantis. I will Where kill Ian and Doc are from. And Ian had come with the group to serve as the guide to lead you through Atlantis as you were trying to retrieve and rescue Betha and Blondie from the undead creatures. Going through the city of Atlantis, you had also found out that Jed and Guy had actually come after you as well and had promptly got got themselves captured and thrown into jail beneath the city of Atlantis. So you went on another rescue mission in the middle of the rescue mission that you're on right now. And by the time that you got to the jail cell, it looked like Jed and Guy had broken out. Right. And then we saw that dude who can talk. Right? Was <laughs> it because Ian the guy was with in the labor? ears, <laughs> the guy with the hair, <laughs> the guy with the face? I said who couldn't talk. Oh, who couldn't talk? Yes. Oh, yeah. And um, he was floating. Yep. And then he, there was the hunter dude, and then with the kid going through that tunnel, we found the elevator, and um, it's coming back to me. It's coming back and to me. And then we did the doors. Then, <laughs> there's no doors. No, no. And then, and oh. then there we was a door puzzle, like two adventures. Doorway. <laughs> doorway. Yep. And then we like destroyed these creatures and then we heard the hunter and then we went through the elevator where there was holes and that's where we are right now correct i'm so good at this they're so good so everybody up to speed oh we, we were trying to the things were trying to get us in the elevator that's right they were the the oh, fuzzy yeah. furball demons yeah. that they looked kind of dopey and cute at the very beginning until their middle split open and, and they turned into a giant sideways jagged mouth yeah that's just and, and wasn't it gross. me and the kid named Trevor? Yes! I remember! You get a point of inspiration for remembering the name. I just recited the whole last adventure. I whispered Trevor to her. (laughs) (laughs) No, you did not! But I... I I just said our whole last adventure. But you said it with such a question in your voice (laughs) that you didn't show the confidence, I think. Is oh why you don't get a point. See, she was like, Trevor? <laughs> That's just the way she talks. Oh my- oh. Yeah. All right. Uh, I also uh, have a, um, um, <laughs> shut up. You have a what? You have a shut up? <laughs> I want some chips and salsa, please. You have chips and salsa? I want some. Well, you got to get Betha back for that. Trevor, go mash some tomatoes with your dirty feet. He does not know how to make chips and salsa. Just mash the, your... I got some okay, onions. Okay. I'll dice it. All right, hold on. So, <laughs> I'm confused. Are, are we ready to play D and D? Okay. Possibly. Oh yeah. There we yes. Go. That's the enthusiasm <laughs> I've been looking for. How long? And now I will zone play? out the rest of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I totally. Mom, awesome. you're just like, thank you very much. <laughs> that better be coffee in there. It's decaf. <laughs> oh, oh, gotcha. <laughs> I want some candy. All right. So, and there's a. Ding! As the elevator rattles to a stop at the back at the top floor of where you had started, but you're still underneath the city of Atlantis. Ian is with you. 
he had surprised everyone as he, uh, during the battle, he had popped out his battle claws from his knuckles, and you called him kind of Wolverine. Oh, um, yeah. He was Yenar. No, no, I'm trying to combine the name Ian and Wolverine, but no. Wait, e- were they Eorine? metal or were they bones? They're metal. Yeah. Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Point of inspiration. Yes. <laughs> you're just giving it out like candy <laughs> right now. I am, because you're going to need all the help you can get. Crap, didn't you say you can only have one? Only one at a time, yeah. So I can have two? No. <laughs> no. What the heck? But what I already had one. No. Wolverine. Can I give mine to Sam then? You can give yours to Sam. Yes. I already have one. Well, then why were you complaining? Because I just wanted to be recognized. Did you know Boom has I see you, Sam. Give it to Ian. Give it to Ian. Yeah, Wolverine needs right. one. Can okay. I give it to Mr. Fredrickson's? No, they don't have. They don't do anything. I'm giving one to Wolverine. <laughs> they sing. I'm giving one to Wolverine. Even, even Boom has an inspiration Wolverine point. has one. All right, so, and as a reminder... Um, so Trevor is in the elevator with you. So he was he was the kid that's uh, he's got the big gun that he didn't shoot anything in the elevator, but he put a big hole in it. But, but thankfully he didn't hit anyone. Um, he's got the helmet and he's got like an unlit cigar that he chews on. I forgot about that. Yeah, Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine. Wolverine. I can just imagine like Wolverine. people listening to this Wolverine. being like Wolverine and getting so mad if we didn't come up with that. Right. Yeah, I feel like that's what everyone's gonna like comment. Now just Wolverine, Wolverine, Wolverine. Hashtag Wolverine. They should. Yep. No, it's uh, hashtag Wolverine. Just Photoshop me going like this, and then the claws going out. But you're not Wolverine. (laughs) All right, let's. (laughs) What you want to stay on track? Let's move past. You want to be focused on this? Like so. So so Trevor walks out of the elevator after the ding, and the doors open up onto onto the floor. And he walks out and he turns around. He's like, "So we still uh, we still have a deal, right? You're gonna help me and the rest of the kids get off of Atlantis, right?" We will try. Because yeah, one other detail yes. that I forgot to mention that happened last time was that there was a voice, uh, a robotic voice that got broadcasted out of speakers everywhere, oh, yeah. um, and it said that the nuclear fusion reactor was was going to go critical, and you had 22 hours to reach a minimum safe distance. So you now have you are now on a time clock. You have twenty two hours before the island explodes. And we need to find Guy and Jed, and then we need to get Blondie and Betha, and we need to take the kids off the island. And yes. we have to defeat Christopher then. Well you don't have to defeat him. True. You <laughs> just need to get get the folks and get out of Dodge. In the end, are we just gonna do this whole end game thing? Where we just summon all our crew. <laughs> Maybe. Depends. Um, I feel like that. That's what you're gonna do now because you like the idea. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. It, it's, it's, it, um, it depends on what you all do. Trevor, we will try. Okay, but we only have like 22 hours. Yeah, not a lot. Not a lot of time. Um, I could probably fit a lot of kids in my backpack. I don't think you'd be able to fit everyone in your backpack. Yeah, Plus, it's yes. only it's only ten minutes worth of air, right? Yeah, but it then probably, we can fly away. And Ian speaks up. Uh, from where we're at right now, I estimate you know it's uh, it's going to take a couple of hours. It's, you know, it's going to take like eight hours to get back to back to the boat, back to the landing pad of where we came in at, because that's how long it took us to get here. So we might we might have to split up to get yeah. these kids out of here and. 
So if we could find Jed and Guy, that would that might be able to help. Um, um since so I am the most trusted one with kids, I should go to go with Yes I am. I'm also the strongest too. So you're you're walking and talking with with Ian and Trevor and you get back to Trevor's home. And as you walk in, all the kids are laughing and giggling um and they're chatting with Jed and Guy. They're standing in the <gasps> middle of the room. Oops. Um. And Jed turns around. My friends, we found you. We've rescued you. Um. Um. We need to rescue Blondie and Betha. Yes, we and do. We have twenty-two hours. Well, that yes. was a quick and we have time. To, and we have to rescue all these children. Oh. We made a deal to find you to help find you guys because we saw that you guys went in jail and we were looking for you. Okay. All right. Well. Tell, tell us what we need to do then. Okay, pause. So for this is just so coincidental. For Jill. What? For <laughs> <laughs> you mean uh, fat damn. For fat damn. So there's there's two new characters that are here that the girls have known for a very long time. First oh, one, I haven't met them. I don't think so. Not really. Have you met Jed before? He's a very I don't know. He's a very tall copper dragonborn. He's very big, very strong, and he wields a big, huge great sword as his weapon. I would probably recognize the voice that you do more than your description. Okay. Are you sure that he had that same voice? Yeah. Yes, I'm pretty what sure. About, what's Guy's voice? Guy's voice was a little more like this. No, it wasn't. No. Yeah, this was, yeah, this was totally what? Guy's voice. I thought Guy's was like a southern accent. No, that's that's Ian. No, I thought Guy's was this crazy lunatic. Guy's, yes, guy's yes. voice was more like is like Greg's voice without the cracking in it. But I, I actually <laughs> Birdie's description. Crazy lunatic. Crazy lunatic with a pot on his head going, yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought he's like one of Yippakai. Yeah. No, no, no. So, so. Okay. So, guy. Okay, so Mommy guy. Mommy look really frightened. I want guy to actually be a girl. And so I want to hear a girl voice from you. So, a guy does actually look different compared to the last time that, that you had seen him because last time you had saw him, he fought with an oar. Can't you just imagine? It's not even a guy. It's a girl. <laughs> girl a girl named guy. guy. That's like what Papa would say. <laughs> Sorry. So and um so so guy was he was a, when they the girls had first met him, he was a fisherman. Um and then he started popping up in the adventures as things started going along and eventually he made his way into the the musketeers. Uh but he always fought with an oar from his fisherman days and instead of a helmet he had just a big pot that he put on his head for whatever reason that was his chosen attire. I love that pot. Now, however, though, his appearance has changed because it looks like that he has modified his ore and his pot, and it looks like that he has other pieces of armor that is on him, and he has a gun that is strapped over his shoulder as Why'd well. Why'd you change him? So he's like, well, I, uh, turns out I've got a bit of a knack for working with uh, technology and, and magic and putting them together. And he reaches up and he touches the side of his helmet, and there's a little, like, uh, uh, eyepiece that slides down underneath from the pot and covers up his eyes and he's like, and I can use this to uh, to, to fight and attack bad guys and creatures, so I'm I'm here to help. Good okay, for you. Good. Cool. Yeah. Um, so I think our best bet is to split up. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, because we have um, well, we have two tasks now. Um, find Blondie and Betha 
and then get the kids off the island. All right, so here is the decision that I was going to pose to you. So you have been controlling Ian and combat. Birdie already has Boom as her sidekick in I combat. I have no one. Fat Deb has no one. So Fat Deb, you get to choose. Would you rather have no one. Jed or Guy come with the group and you would get to control them in combat and then whoever is left over, they are the ones that would take the children back to back to the boat. Is Guy a girl? No. Um, their pronouns could be she and her. Yeah, yeah maybe Ga- things have changed. I mean, you just said someone doesn't have a pot on their head. That's true. That's true. But yeah, guy doesn't. Well, uh, uh, okay. Guy's pronouns are Let's he him. Make this a very um, inclusive I was, podcast. Here. I was I was thinking that like we would split up in threes because there's six of us, or maybe four and two. Four go rescue Blondie and Betha, and two try to get the kids off the island. Mm-hmm. So that way there's still enough people for combat, but then we have enough people to make sure we can get off the the kids off the island. I think I am the strongest. Um oh gosh, I just lost my voice a little. But <laughs> um for fighting stuff. So I don't I could have like a one of them who's kind of poor at protecting. I could go with then the children or then I could go with then the big group. I'm fine with anything, but yet again, I'm really good with children, you guys. Oh, my God. Yeah, but back to the question that involves me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What? Uh, Who do you guys like better? I think Guy. I think Jed would be a better fighter, but I think Guy might have some stuff up his sleeve. Which one do you think would be better protecting the children? I think, um, I think Jed. Jed might be. Guy will then be like, <gasps> which one has the ore in the pot? That was guy. That was guy. No, it. Well, it still is. He sounds kind of crazy. I think he should come with me. He's a portly fellow too, so that might be something that is. Can he be my love interest? <laughs> right. Right. Do I like try to show off for him? I put on my like fanciest leotard. What, what are, <laughs> Can I? Are you gonna start flirting with guys? Yes! Is, that, is that what's happening? Yes, this made me interested. Oh! Okay. Uh, what's your What this is your is role? This is gonna be so gross. <laughs> Uh, what is uh, what's your roll a uh, persuasion? <laughs> roll a persuasion check. You just giggle. Oh my hey. god. Okay. Oh yes. <laughs> Twenty-three. Twenty-three. I really persuaded the heck out of guy. You are flirty McFlirtstone. Yeah, no, he just like falls instantly in love uh, with his me. His cheeks go a little red, he's just like, hey. Who's this? <laughs> Who put that blush on you? Can I fit on that like, too? How, how are how are you doing? Oh no, is that his voice? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's his voice. Yeah, this is this is his voice. It's, it's kinda like Greg's voice without Maybe the Maybe he just doesn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> He's just he's just eye candy. He is so eye candy maybe, for me. Maybe, oh, maybe he does. Oh. I'm like, where'd you get your pot? Oh my god! It's like no. I, I found it. Oh. Can you, you use get, what, that ore to steer us to Love Island? <laughs> 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 where, where'd you get that leotard? <laughs> I like. I like she inventory. eats it out of her butt. <laughs> I like your scooter. Oh, it lights up, baby. <laughs> Just like my eyes are when I look at you. Oh, 
this is terrible. Don't you know this is how your dad and I fell in love? Oh. Flirting. Mm. Oh, Lots of flirting. You guys are right, so the end of me. It's a, it sounds like you're going to take Guy then. <laughs> We're <laughs> so taking Guy. Oh my God. <laughs> He's going to get distracted. He's going to be like, when Deb Of course he is. No, I'm beautiful. No, when Deb does a cool move or cool move, quotation marks, he'll be like, Oh, 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 oh. Oh, why'd you just say hubba, hubba. Oh. that's gonna be his like catchphrase i am like on the verge of just running away all right so you know mimi's just watching this and she's just going oh my god ah. Starts kind of dry heaving. <laughs> dry heaving. She goes puke. She pukes in the corner. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, guy is going to be coming with you. Mm, Jed yes, is going is. to take the children back to the harbor. Shouldn't the someone here. else go with Jed? Or I don't know. Well, you were, you or Bertie were saying earlier that it, you probably should have as many people as you can coming with you for the fight. Yeah. Um. And the kids do know the city as well. Yeah. Okay, well, is okay, Trevor, you're going to go with the kids. Well, okay. of course. Yep, I could do that. Okay, well, good luck, Jed. Wait. Thank I, you, Mimi. Do you think maybe Ian should go with No, him? we need okay. as much fighters. Trevor's a somewhat good protector. I, I take out my unicorn butt backpack. I give sandwiches to everyone. It's like, okay, you all take care. Like a old Thanks, Galaxy. Thanks, Galaxy. Thanks, Galaxy. Oh, I'm so proud. All of a sudden, your mother <laughs> Teresa, or what? <laughs> like now you love children and aren't no, plotting it's only their the deaths? creepy ones. She's still trying to kill you guys. So run, run. No, they're fine. Poison sandwiches. Poison sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> All the kids start spitting them out. Just at least, at least I'm not giving them some apples. I just chuckle to the side. <laughs> then you start picking up the sandwiches that they yes, drop and start eating. My them. plan worked. They're not evil. Look, she's eating some. No. Okay. I give. We'll sandwiches. get far in this yeah, adventure. Yeah. I think. All right. So. You have 20... Okay, so now it becomes time management is an issue. You have 22 hours to rescue Betha and Blondie and get off the island. So it takes... Where you're at right now, it's eight hours of walking to get back to the boats. Um, and Ian estimates... So it's... Um, from where you're at right now, it is another... Uh, 12 hours of travel to get to the reactor. That's where Ian suspects that they're keeping Blondie and Betha because based off of the sensors and the cameras in Atlantis, that is where the concentration of undead creatures is at. Okay. So we should be heading there. Yep. But, but again, you have 22 hours and it takes 12 hours to get there. So getting there and getting out puts you over the 22-hour mark. Okay, um, let's fly. Should we... Should I, like, fly? <laughs> yeah, we should okay. fly. So what, you do have a spell that's in your deck that's called Wind Walk. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, yeah, this... this can We all have to stay in a 30-feet range while we Wind Walk. Link arms, everyone! Yeah, can you read the description of Wind Walk for us? You and up to 10 willing creatures you can see within range assume a gaseous... <laughs> yep, 
Yep, you all turn into farts. Yeah. <laughs> Are they rainbow? It's okay. It's G A S E O. Yeah, gaseous. Okay. Gaseous form. form for the duration, appearing as whips, wisps of cloud. While in this form, a creature has a flying speed of 300 feet and has resistance to damage from non-magical weapons. The only actions a creature can take in this form are the dash action or the revert to its normal form. Reverting takes one minute, during which time a creature is incapitated and can't move. Until the spell incapacitated. ends. Incapacitated. Incapacitated <laughs> and can't move. Until the spell ends, a creature can revert to cloud form, which also requires the one minute transformation. If a creature is in cloud form and flying, when the effect ends, the creature descends 60 feet per er, 60 feet per round for one minute until it lands, which it does safely. If it can, if it can't land after one minute, the creature falls the remaining distance. Yes. So. Don't yeah. So you can use this spell on yourself and a bunch of creatures to up to ten willing creatures. Up to ten. So yeah, so ten creatures and everyone would basically move like the wind. You could travel very very fast with this spell, and it lasts for eight hours. Yeah. Ooh, wolf so time. using this spell, you could actually get to the core. You could get you could transport everyone there in an hour. One of the challenges though that you have with this is that this is a sixth level spell. And you only have one six-level slot, so that means that if you use this, you would have to take a long rest before you could use it again. So you could potentially use this to get there and use it to get out, but you need to do a long rest in between to make that happen. Hmm. Are we by water? Because I have water walk. How long <laughs> would it take for us to get there? It, with the spell, is one hour. So we could fly there, but we could just keep the spell on and then find them and then quickly go fly back off. Potentially, yeah, if you can find them in enough time. You're like, I'm just going to make sure you don't have time. <laughs> Let's go, people! Woo, woo, woo! I'm the only peppy one here. Um. Well, yeah. I feel like it's... Are gonna be our fastest way. I mean, I mean, I could do fly, but it's um, I can only do one willing creature. But I can also make myself fly and one other person touching. And can I cast two spells at a time? Um, you you can, but they can't both be concentration. You can only concentrate on one spell at a time. Um, so can you put us in your backpack? To yeah, fly? I mean, would fly be concentration? Uh, fly would be concentration, yes. Um, What's the duration on that? Up to 10 minutes. Up to 10 minutes, okay. So not much, but... No, you, you would have to be able to cast it six times oh, oh. to be able to get there. I could do Mama Machin. She could ca carry us all. That only lasts for a minute. Darn it. So, but what level is fly? Three. Three? So, um, do you have six third level spells? You could potentially do that, um, but you would have to use one, two, three, four, five. You'd have to use all of your third level spell slots and all of your fourth level sp spell slots, but you could do it. No. Do you think we could do yours? I um, think it might be our best bet. Okay, but we should have a backup plan. Uh, mine will be the backup plan. Try not to use third or fourth level spells. And then a backup backup plan is um, for Deb to use, because there's water near us, right? 
Uh, no, no, it, it's a very large island, and you, uh, you're right in the middle of it right now. So, well, so there's water that, like canals that go throughout the city, but not like the ocean or a lake or anything like that. Our, well, our backup backup plan could be like I turn into a giant eagle, y'all grab on me, and I zoom out. Mm-hmm. Trip. Why don't wait, we wait. do that to we begin got, with? Yeah. What? Wait. Okay. So, how long would it take us to get there if I was an eagle and they were on my back? So a giant eagle has a fly speed of 80, so that would turn into 160. So I'd say that you'd be able to get there in two hours as a giant eagle. That seems like our best bet. So, But how would you be able to... You wouldn't be able to carry everyone as a giant eagle. I could you carry Birdie back. there in her backpack. But there's only enough air in her backpack for 10 minutes. Can so we poke at, holes in the backpack? <laughs> it, you could, but it would damage it and cause it not to work anymore. Can't nope. there be magic holes? <laughs> Magicals? Magicals. Why can't they all fit on me? Wait, is this a thing? I'm a big eagle. They can all fit on me. It's yeah, but it, you're just you're not big enough to carry everyone. Can I put my hobo hut on a moving creature? Mm-mm, no, it's stationary. I think the wind. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'll conjure another bald eagle. So then. Two people will ride me, which they can, yep. and two people can ride on Jerry. You would you would have to cast that spell twice because it only lasts for an hour. Yeah, I will cast it twice. Okay. You, so me. all right, so we've so we've got Mimi, Galaxy, Fat Deb, we've got Guy, Don't we've got separate Ian, us. and we've got Boom. But Boom could be in the in the unicorn butt backpack. Yep. So you have five people that you got to <gasps> worry about. Stubby. You turn into a giant eagle. Um, then if you and that will carry two people, and then if you conjure another giant eagle, you conjure Jerry, then that could carry the last two people. However, you would have to turn, you would have to cast a spell, turn into a giant eagle, and then in an hour, you'd have to turn back into Mimi, cast the spell again, and turn back into a giant eagle again. So you would use up two of your animal shapes. I just say wind. That's, I think that's the best. Okay, okay, the. Um, animals can be our backup plan. Mm-hmm. The wind walk will be our plan right now, but turning into animals will be our backup plan. How fast can my scooter go? <laughs> <laughs> it can move as fast as Fat Deb can move. It's probably oh, it's shit. probably a razor scooter or something. Man, it's okay. Really short so yeah, so you've got out. yeah. So it sounds like you got a bunch of different backup plans um, for wind walk. If for whatever reason you can't get a long rest in, it sounds like there's yeah, there's a couple of different ways that you could probably manage to get out of here. Okay, um, so, wait, idea has come, okay? Okay, let's so hear it. When we're, so, we do wind walk there, and then when we get them, then we go in Birdie, not Birdie, Galaxy's butt backpack, and in there, we then, she does dimension door, and then we appear on the boat. The dimension door only has a range of 500 feet. <laughs> Fine, we'll just stick to the plan. <laughs> <laughs> I like how I am not helpful at all. Okay, I cast I cast Windwalk. The only thing that Fat Deb comes up with is walking on water. What? Well, yeah, or really? scooter. scooter or my scooter. I cast Windwalk. Okay, Woo. you turn everyone into a fart. <laughs> oh wait, we turn into it. You, you turn into a gaseous form. Mm. Yeah, you turn into a little puff of of gas. Mine is purple and pink. 
Okay. And then there's some rainbow sparkles coming off of it. Okay. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Mine's silvery blue. What and color is Fat Deb's gaseous for? Green. Black like death. <laughs> oh, totally Black so. like death. Black like death. It's red for love because I'm so in love right now. And a guy's cloud is a little pink too because yeah. he's, he's feeling the same way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Little hearts just poof. Ian's poof. is orange. Nice. Angry. Cool. Brown. A little bit of blue. Excellent. I like the What color about Boom? Does Boom go in the backpack or does he have his own? Uh, we'll say that he goes in the backpack. Or unless you want him to be his own, then that's fine. Yeah. Actually, no. I should, we should waste the power. He'll go in that. No, it's like she casts a spell. No. So it's up okay. to 10 creatures. So it doesn't okay. matter if go it's... Go ahead, Boom. And his is... His is green. No, his is licorice. <laughs> His Green and pink. Green? Okay. It's all right. Licorice. So all these very colorful <laughs> uh, clouds of <laughs> mist. What about Stubby? I'm holding Stubby. Shoot up into the air and flies like the wind towards the center of the island, towards the nuclear fusion reactor. Fly like the wind, bullseye. And an hour goes by and the clouds settle down. And, well, actually, so before you settle down, you can see while you're in this shape. So, so to describe what you're getting into, it's, it kind of looks like a big open arena that you're getting into right now. And in the middle of it is this large metal contraption that's got pinpoints coming off of it. It's almost like an upside down octopus with straight legs going out ah. in a bunch of different directions. And in the air flying around it are about... 30 or 40 little hovering satellites that are just zooming around in the air around it and every now and again they stop and they let out a a low and they take off and fly around again they keep hovering around also right next to it is a bunch of zombies a bunch of other undead creatures, and it looks like someone had dragged out a large chair, almost kind of like a throne, and it does from the... Actually, why don't you roll a perception check for me? I want to see if you can make out any more details on that. 18. 21. Okay. It's Christofferson that's sitting in the chair. And you can also make out the there is the Lich and that Death Knight that you had briefly encountered back in Miam, and they were the ones that had taken Blondie and Betha's souls. Why didn't we power up before this? Like, level up. So you can land directly in the middle of all this if you wanted to. You can land outside of the stadium. or So um, tell me, what, it, what I, is it that you would like to do? Can I see Blondie and Betha? What did you get for your perception? 21? Mm -hmm. You do not, but you can see the little cage that captured their souls hanging off of the, the waist of the Death Knight and the Lich. So you can see they've got the soul cages there. Can we, like, shoot something at the cages to make them fall and then break and then release the souls? Potentially. Would Blondie and Bethas go straight to their bodies? 
Can you roll a religion check for me? And this might be a question more for, for fat devs than she's I have the cleric. a plus six. You have a plus six? Okay, yeah. Seventeen. Seventeen? You're not 100% certain, but you think if you could just break those cages, their souls will shoot back to their bodies, or at the very least, they will be released. And then that would make it so that you could revive their bodies and call the souls back. But where are their bodies? The bodies are back with the, the musketeers. Okay. Doc okay. has them uh, back in Miam. Okay. I say we break the cage. Um... Galaxy, can you shoot a lightning bolt over there to break the cages, and then we can just zoop back? Oh, yes, I can. Because I think we should avoid <laughs> a big battle before we get more people to fight with. Well, if, if you do that, you're going to land in this field with all of these undead creatures and, and attacking them. So it, as soon as she does that, we're going to be rolling initiative. Wait, what? Because um, that's the that's, definition of combat. You are attacking them. No, we're attacking the cage. <laughs> yeah. Which is being held by the Lich and the Death Knight. No, no we're not hanging. attacking them. We're attacking the cage. Did we hurt them? No, we hurt the, the cage. Yes. The cage is attached to their clothing that they are wearing. So it would be extremely that. difficult to hit the cage and not hit them. Natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there something else we can do more precise? Well, you could land and watch them and try and find out more details, or you could just go in guns blazing. <laughs> Birdie just whips out her spell card. <laughs> Hold up, Birdie. I'm in galaxy. I have a dispel. I have water walk. <laughs> Indeed. Just saying. Wait, Indeed. wait, wait, wait. I have raised the dead. Can that help anything with these zombies? No, but as as a cleric, uh, undead do not like you. So you do for the the lesser undead creatures. You have an ability that's called turn undead. So you could actually run in there and probably cause most of them to just run away from you in fear. Because you know are what this. I do to most people, <laughs> but, it's, I'm just but wondering. especially to to okay. these undead creatures, because you were coming in as like this holy savior warrior that's coming in, right? And the undead, the lesser undead, get frightened of you very easily. Um. Okay, I'm still just kind of confused why we can't just shoot the cage, because I mean we could like you absolutely could. I know, but like. But without it starting initiative, because, like, they can't see us. Because you're all a bunch of farts right now. Well, the, so, like, what if, <laughs> what if we go hide, Galaxy shoots it, they don't know where it happened, so then we can just run away so it doesn't need initiative. You could certainly try doing that. I think we should try that. Okay. I think it's our best way to not start a fight. Were you talking about lesser restoration? No. What? For For what? No, no. It's, so it's, you don't actually have a spell card for it because it's just it's an ability that you have as as a cleric of of Mishakal. Stop hating on me, girls. What? What? Huh? <laughs> I, uh, Break the cage! Break the cage! Thank you. All right. So okay. All right. Tell me what what are you gonna do? 
She's going to uh, be very precisely. Lightning bolt. Okay, first let's okay, first let's establish where are you going to land? Are you going to land right in the middle of the field and then unleash the lightning no, bolt gonna, or are you going to hide somewhere we're first? Hide somewhere. Okay. Yes. Okay. So you do find um on in the walls that surround this big open field there are doors and corridors that are inside of this structure. So you can very easily zip down into those and turn back into your physical form and you would be hidden from all the creatures that are out in the field. Invisibility. Ooh. And ice cream cake. Ice cream cake. Okay. Alright, so you land. You're now, you take a minute happens and you come back into your physical forms and you're standing there now. You're about 300 feet away from Mm -hmm. the core and from the undead creatures. Invisibility. Well, ice cream cake first, so shield. Okay. And then I do greater invisibility. And I have up to one minute. Okay. So, and I'm not that athletic, but I'm going to sprint. I'm going to act like this is the (laughs) Olympics, okay? Okay. I just had this mo this mo- this vision in my mind, me running there, and then I do it, and the crowd goes wild, and I just have my arms in the air, except I have to run then again. So the the really cool thing about greater invisibility is that it allows you to uh, go invisible and cast spells while you're invisible. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's so do it. So you are just going to shoot the cage precisely, come back, and we're gonna fly away. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you cast greater invisibility on yourself. Mimi, or I'm sorry, Galaxy is now invisible. Mimi, Fat Dev, you don't see her anymore. You can see like little footprints walking away wait, as wait, she wait. goes darting out of your hiding spot and starts moving towards the field. Wait, does it say I can do more than one, or you, or a creature? Because Boom then could go with me. Well, He's Boom is with you. He's wait. in your backpack. Oh, okay. I should have taken him out first, though. Do you want to do that? Also? Yeah, oh, I want to do that. But, but are you going to leave Boom behind with the rest yes, of the group as I you am. sneak out? Okay. So, I take Boom out. I'm like, be good boy. If I'm in danger... Come rescue me, okay? Good boy. I pat his head. He sits down. His eyes go a little cross-eyed as he he, watches you leave. His head is so heavy that he just falls on his back. (laughs) Here's a treat, dog. Okay. And I sprint with my invisibility. Okay. Let's go. But you're, you're still... Even though that you're running, you're trying to run like sneakily, right? So I should probably... Do you think I should do a stealth? Yep, you get to roll a stealth check, but roll it with advantage. I got advantage. Yeah, so I'm going to roll again. That hit that? Does that count? That it hits this? Hits what? It hits the sides and it bounces it. Yeah, it's supposed that to counts? do that. Yes, that counts. Darn it. Well, I got a three plus... Um, you got a three, three? plus no. three. Oh, so fourteen. Fourteen is not that good, right? Uh, it is. Wait, it is you not. just said three plus three, so six. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to use my my point of inspiration. You hear that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm right, not going to be a failure. Normally, you would be able to do that, but I'll allow it. 
18. 18, okay. Which creature are you going for first? She's just shooting can, the cage. Can I tell... Which, on which one? There's two cages. Can I tell the difference? Yes. There's the Death Knight and then there's the Lich. Can I tell which is who? Oh, no. no. You can't tell which soul is, okay. is which. Okay, shouldn't she just shoot both at the same time? Like, use both hands and then run away. Oh, she can't. Um, so what are my two options then? Which ones? Which one are you going to go after the Death Knight or are you going to go after the Lich? I think the... Which one is the most dangerous? Uh, the Lich is the most dangerous. I'll go for the Witch. Lich oh. with an L. Oh. Not Witch. The Lich. The Lich. The Lich. A Lich is an undead wizard. That's the reason why the Lich is more dangerous. Nasty. Okay, so you're gonna try. Okay, so you're gonna go after the lich, um, and you're going to be doing a called shot of just trying to hit the cage with a lightning bolt. Yeah. Okay. Precisely. Wait, wait. wait. Is there any what acid splash work? But it's sixty feet. Acid splash could potentially work. I could burn the souls or something though. Um, um, yeah, you're not sure if the attacks would do any damage to the souls or not, but you're you're fairly certain if you just break the cages, uh, they'll be able to I get out. Have, I should do magic missile. I think that's my best bet, right? Magic missile? Yeah. I, it's a guaranteed hit with magic missile. Yeah. That's for sure. So What's I, the range on that? 120 feet. 120 feet. Okay. Yeah. Now make sure your guarantee hit hits precisely where it won't initiate <laughs> attack and i've okay <gasps> since there's multiple of them i could go for both right but you need to make sure that you do enough damage to the cage oh. to break it true if i go uh, if i go to a second level spell um i add another dart so i have two darts for each one then that's right precisely let's do it all right, so what, what level are you casting this at? Level two. Level two? Yep, level two. Level two. So that's going to give you four magic missiles that will get yep. fired off from this. And two are you to each. Two to each creature. Yep. Okay. Well, two to each cage. Okay. Roll, Um. yeah, so roll the damage for the first two magic missiles. So it's two, 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 two. They all shoot out, and they streak off, two streak off in, in separate directions, one hitting the cage on the Lich, and the other two hitting the cage on the Death Knight. Should I do the damage? Yes. What What is it? Because it automatically hits. It's so a 1d4 plus 1 per missile. 1d4 plus 1? Okay. Per missile, yep. So we got a... 2. 3. three. <laughs> 4. 3. three. And I think that's all right. No, no, that was four. You oh. said two, three, four, three. Yeah. So you did five points of damage on the first one, and you did seven points of damage on the second one. Did okay. it work? I The missile slammed into the cages, but it did not destroy <gasps> oh, the cages. I'm sprinting. I'm sprinting. Like, my life depends on it. And it does. But, wait, can Galaxy do it again? She could, but now Thank we you. have to roll initiative because oh, she... You had one time. Hey! some respect dude you wanted it to hit it's hard to hit it perfectly this was our best bet and it it does barely give any damage it. i tried dude could you have done any better <laughs> yeah 
have done? I could have used your face and slammed it in the cage precisely. Stupid Sam. <laughs> this is your fault. You didn't do it precisely. It hit precisely, but it wasn't enough damage. All right, Fat Dev. All right, so I need everyone to I roll initiative. Know. Everyone's rolling initiative. Okay. I have no idea what's happening right now. Precisely. Okay. Roll initiative. You get advantage. It's just because of some of the magical items that you have. So roll a d20 twice. And if and you get a, a one, you two. can re-roll. You said I'm doing perception. Initiative. Initiative. And then, yes. and then if you get a one, 12. you can re-roll. For Mimi, can you roll for Ian as well? I got 19. 19 for Galaxy. Should I get Boom too? Where do I yep. Find where I add boom has a negative. Um, Ian got 17. 17. Okay. Boom got 12. Boom got 12. 15. 15. Do you can you roll initiative for Guy as well? Ooh. He doesn't have anything written down. Uh, he does not have anything, so it'd just be a d20 then. Oh, Guy's in trouble. What did he get? Three. Three. Okay. He'll be like our secret weapon, though. Why were you drinking right to the microphone? So, Galaxy, you got a 19 for your initiative. Yep. The Lich got a 20, so the Lich is actually going to go Oh my god. And that's actually where we're going to end today. What? Yep. We'll pick this up next time. This is Daniel Storm, host of the RPG Radio Show. On our show, a group of actors take part in an epic tabletop fantasy adventure. Their words will shape our story, chapter by chapter, into an immersive audio experience. We use sounds to enhance our combat, magic, and scenery. Our story takes place in the vast world of Sildum, a planet-spanning continent full of magic, mystery, and adventure. It's been 1147 years since the end of the Eclipse War. The High Beacon presides over an empire that governs all of Sildum. There is peace, but it is tenuous. Dark forces stir in the shadows. I know how our story starts, but only the characters can decide how it ends. Their words and actions will alter the fate of Sildum. Search for the RPG Radio Show wherever podcasts are available. Join us. An adventure is taking shape.